Gugwell Talk. Matt Acorn and Jordan Flegel back recapping a wild, wacky, wet, and also wild. And maybe even wacky, and maybe even wet, and maybe even wild again. And Jordan, well, a very nice uh, pin uh, from an indie band called Excuse Me. Uh, very nice. <laughs> Sorry, don't, don't mean to derail you. Yeah, like, no, I'm kind of like... Uh... Kind of, a kid who can't focus in class. I'm mm-hmm. like, ooh, I have a little button. I, I found it and I held it up to the screen for you. Go on. Uh, yeah, so, so it, it's wild. It's wet. It's wacky. It's big dog ball talk. Matt, I quoted Jordan. Yes. Well, it, it was really a, uh, truly a wild weekend of the NBA, Jordan. Uh, we're going to recap uh, you know, all the action and uh, all the action to come as well uh, from this weekend. Uh, it's going to be an exciting one, but, uh, you know, First, uh, I kind of want to kick it off on a bit of a somber note here, Jordan. I mean, you were a part of this oh, no. uh, with me on Friday. Uh, one of my favorite spots in the city, uh, that is Toronto, for uh, any listeners that don't know where we're based. Uh, you know, I, I, I had a spot I thought was quiet. I thought it was low-key. I didn't think many people knew about it. Yeah, uh, that's, right. that's what you sold it. Mm-hmm. You sold it to me as that, mm-hmm. Matt. That's what I thought I was getting uh, into. Never busy, great food, cheap drinks, and sure enough, uh, you know, we, we go to, to the ball game uh, and... Uh, Go Jays go! They took the, the took the yeah, win. Go Jays go! Uh, they they dropped the last uh, last game of the series yesterday, but they won when we were there. Uh, yeah, and of course though, Jordan, we roll in and the place is goddamn packed to the gills. People are in and out. Yep. just to find out that some asshole TikToker decided to go viral posting that place. So now now that place's yep. business is better and my life is worse. Uh, and I'm obviously going to focus on myself. So, I mean, Jordan, yeah. this is this is a, a brutal time in my life. Uh, not that I have even been to that place for a while, but I kind of like having it to be uh, something I feel is my own. I think it's like one of those little, uh, I, wanna, I live in my own bubble, live in my own world. And, uh, you know, this yeah. is one of those times where I just wish people would also acknowledge that too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and, and in sort of response, I'll we'll be deleting our TikTok account. Mm-hmm. I will not yep. use TikTok anymore. I swear to God right now. Support the I'll band. never go on TikTok Yes. Um, but uh, no, I mean, the thing was, though, Matt, once we got in, you you know, we weren't waiting all that long. We had the game to watch. Yep. And then uh, and then we got we got good food. We got cheap drinks. Mm-hmm. So still a success. Still great. Um, but yeah, all, all, you know, all good things must come to an end, Matt. Maybe that'll be the, the saying at the, the end of this episode. I don't know. Hey. But it's it's a life lesson for you. Buddy. For, that's called foreshadow. Um, yeah, absolutely. But but yeah, I mean. The, the the day overall was a success though maybe oh, yeah. i mean we 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 had, we had the hurdles we had uh, you know the, we get to the ball game don't get the free jersey nope. thanks miko l yep walking out anyway yeah huge walking l uh they were giving away a jersey at the jays game but only you know set number like the first however many thousand got it we yeah. got there too late oh well that's fine but you know we get in there we get our hot dogs you guys get your foot long hot dogs mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. just an insane sight to see slurping it um, back Looks real hard to eat. Try the one bite uh, you know, challenge. People, it's great. People are talking about tr- people talking about strategy on how to eat this thing. Mm-hmm. I just got a normal size sausage. It was uh, a few bucks cheaper. It was good. But, no compensation. Uh, you know, but the Jays win. Then we go outside. It's pouring rain, but we make it through. So you know, overall, Matt, we 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 cleared the hurdles. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, it was uh, it was great. But yeah, the. That's what happens, man. Uh, you know, no one is the old saying. No one goes to that restaurant anymore. It's too busy. Yep. Exactly. That's uh, that's how that's how I felt, man. Uh, and uh, somewhere that's uh, you know, is gonna be busy in the uh, the, the coming coming days is gonna be the Chase Center, the Golden State Warriors pulling off the win in Game Seven over the Sacramento Kings, putting those young young bucks down for the count uh, in a blowout victory. Really wasn't close. Uh, and of course, it comes 
at the end of a Stephen Curry masterclass. 50 points in a Game 7, first time it's ever been done. These playoffs really have just been the gift that keeps on coming, Jordan, and we're only just done the first round. Uh, it's insane <laughs> yeah. how much action, how many his, like historic moments have already gone down. Uh, and you know, before we get into previewing the Warriors versus Lakers, which is going to be uh, insane, not just on the court, but also NBA fandoms, bandwagoners aren't going to know where to go. It's it's going to be a, a civil war in the the NBA uh, media streets, that's for sure. Uh, but Jordan, the first thing I want to say before we even get into the game, before we even recap, you know what really went down with this performance from Curry. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of the players talking about how, uh, after that Game Six collapse uh, in, uh, at home against Sacramento uh, that Steph Curry gave uh, yeah. just a rousing speech, like a, uh, an old timey war general, and really fired them up, got them all going, gave them chills. Uh, and you know, when you look at a performance like this, fifty points, eight rebounds, six assists. Uh, you know, seven three-pointers. He took 18 of them, but he still shot over 50% from the field. I mean, this was mm-hmm. this whole game was just on the back of Steph Curry. When do we start acknowledging Steph Curry as maybe a top-five player ever? Uh, I mean, I, I, I've, I've already kind of ceded the top-ever point guard spot to him uh, all time, yeah. uh, you know, over Magic Johnson. I still think it's very close, but, I mean, he just keeps doing these things, and it just never ends. Uh, it's and who knows the, how the season all shapes out, but I mean, uh, if he gets a fifth championship hypothetically out of this uh, whole situation, I mean, we we, <laughs> yeah. we really do have to start looking at him as maybe one of the best players ever. Yeah, and and if he has, if he does get to five, uh, that'll match Magic's as far as I know. Yeah. I think Magic yep. won five, um, and uh, and so then you have you know the sort of whole career because i do think it's sort of between them for most people as uh, as best point guard ever um i've got isaiah thomas uh you know snugly in third there but Mm -hmm. uh those two are most of the top of most people's boards and and yeah it's you know if if you're even on titles uh obviously magic had the more pressure coming in right away and he was better right away literally won the finals in his first year Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken uh that's the when he had to come in and and play all five positions uh, for when you know when when Kareem wasn't out there, so like it's it's a magic is a tough bar to clear, especially with just how he changed the game, literally yeah. saved the NBA. So you know if you're going back between these those guys, that you know that's that's you know being in that conversation at all is just crazy uh, because magic has just been so important. But I think we underrate how important Steph has been because we're kind of living in it. Mm-hmm. Like he he kind of like. He is the bridge to like the modern game. Like, there's no d- doubt about it. Like, I mean, back when Clay or back when Steph was, uh, you know, just a young pup on Golden State. Like, think back to those days. That was like, you know, Kobe and the yeah. old 08 Celtics. Like that whole run and and and, and LeBron, uh, you know, sort of just landing you know, in fighting Miami. for that. Yeah, just landing in Miami, and then like a you know you, a little bit before that, you know, that two thousand nine ish range. Like yep. the game was completely fucking different. Mm-hmm. Like it was a completely different sport. Like you you were playing two big guys out there all the time, and one of them was a big lumbering dude who couldn't do anything and made it in the NBA because he was seven feet tall. Um, and <laughs> there was just the the you know the the pace and space the three the small do- small ball all this stuff like it was you know the 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 Suns had tried at one time like it was not anything that that the the the, the game just completely was 
played in a different you way. You weren't going to find many um, uh, six six centers out there, except for Chuck Hayes. There, no. there's, there's my one yeah. Chuck Hayes uh, reference. Uh, he's the revolution, the revolutionary yep. man. That's 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 why he's a legend. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think since yeah, since we're kind of living through it and it's happened as we've been watching, I think it's kind of like, you know, it's it's hard to really get a grasp for how important he's been. So yeah, I think he's up there. I I'll have we'll have to see how that for me we'll have to see how this season plays out and sort of going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I I hold you know Magic in a pretty pretty high regard uh, for you know the entirety of his career, but Steph he's no one else is like him and yeah. and I think we said when we talked about it like Magic Johnson was six nine uh, and 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 played a bunch of different positions like I almost consider Magic Johnson like this sort of hybrid basketball mm-hmm. player I don't really think of him as a point guard so if you take him out of the equation I think Steph bar none not even close. Uh, is the best point yeah. guard ever, and I, I think he's I think he's gotten to that level with his play actually like after the Kevin Durant whole thing happened because yeah. up till then he he established himself as an amazing player he was uh, you know the the two time MVP but then when Kevin Durant comes you know it's he, he gets those two Finals MVPs in those championships he's the one who is is you know going toe to toe with LeBron the the narrative is kind of shifts Steph's obviously great throughout that whole time but now it's that time after that uh you know with with how good he's stayed mm-hmm. uh you know as a shooter as an offensive player as a defender and being more of a a physical presence like like he's he's gotten even stronger over the years and now at you know 34 doing what he did last year bringing them all the way to the title and then yeah this game most points ever in a game seven in NBA history yep. Steph Curry's uh playoff career high just Absolutely making the most fucking timely and like backbreaking shots uh, still at this stage in his career in the, you know, wh- the one of the toughest environments you can think of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on, a, you know, on the road in game seven in front, of, in front of a bunch of rabid fans when the Sacramento Kings are doing everything they possibly can to stop that one yeah. guy. Uh, it's just uh, it's insane. Yeah, I, I don't think there's enough. I don't think you can understate. Uh, how great he is and 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 yeah like when you get into the is he top five that's tough but i think i, d- I, don't, I don't think know. it's my as far right away now, as a, i don't think it's as far off no. as it seems no and i'm gonna say my gut right now i don't think again even top 10 is tough like there's been so mm-hmm. many good players but my gut is telling me he's 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 at least top 10 yeah, yeah. which again it, maybe that's not crazy for some people but like I think it just who, who the hell are you knocking out because yeah, you're, you're you're knocking out someone crazy good. Yeah. But Steph has been in that what he's doing right now after that game. He's he's got to be right in there with with those other guys. Yeah, I think I think the part with that is it, it just feels weird taking somebody out that you've held in that high regard for so long. Uh, I, I don't think it's yeah. kind of why like the NBA for the, uh, the NBA top seventy five they don't leave people out uh, from the yeah. years before because it's uh, you can't really just say okay now this guy is now you're taking your spot but. Uh, th- th- then yeah. again, I mean that's that's what we uh, where we make the big bucks doing. So uh, who knows? Maybe yeah. off season we'll reevaluate. We we've done our all time positional rankings. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll just drop our straight up top ten uh, in the off season. Who knows? So I can do uh, it. But this game, Jordan. I mean, uh, let's break it down a little bit more. Uh, you know, the actual game uh, before we jump into the, the the series preview. This one, as much it was an amazing game uh, from from Steph Curry, but as a whole. Golden State was not very good. Uh, I mean, uh, no. Andrew Wiggins was the next highest scorer for the the Warriors, 17 points on 5 for 16 shooting. Uh, but really the only help that the Warriors had, and honestly you could peg this whole fucking game, this whole win, the series victory, Game 7, on Steph shooting the ball and Kevon Looney 
dominating the glass. Big dogging mm-hmm. the hell out of the, the the Kings. Twenty-one rebounds. Sabonis just looked yeah. lost out there. A lot of the, like he, I I don't know. I, I know he had the black eye and all. I think they need to like check this guy. Out. He looked horrible. He looked bad this game. I mean, Fox was not very good either. I mean, he came on a little bit in the fourth quarter, but like, all yeah. I, I think that the moment got too big for these guys. And a guy like yeah. Kevon Looney, who's always cool, always uh, kind of collects himself, and he's ready to go, and he's always you know playing his role. Feasting on the boards, and even Sabonis, who is the much bigger player, he was trying to box him out, and Kevon Looney was getting yes. every single <laughs> rebound, uh, and yep. that was what did it. I mean, uh, we, we saw it, yep. and we're, we're going to recap it a little bit later uh, as well, but I mean, we saw it with the Suns and the Nuggets. I mean, he who controls the offensive glass will win that game, uh, and, and that's kind of yep. how this one went. Uh, you know, only 18 to 14 uh, offensive rebound difference uh, in total. But, I mean, when you watch the game, you could really see those second-chance opportunities. The Warriors were so monumental. And, uh, I, I obviously, yeah. this whole game goes differently, uh, you know, if Kevon Looney doesn't have one of the best games of his career. Uh, but, uh, yeah. you know, you, we definitely have to acknowledge that maybe not the, the strongest showing from uh, a lot of the Sacramento Kings in this one. Yeah, yeah, like, it, th- that's the thing. Like, even through the first... The first three quarters were competitive, and yeah, I, I, no one really was playing well on on Sacramento. They were kind of doing it by committee a little bit. Sabonis had this this awesome first half, like he he was he was on in the first half, sort of you know finding himself in in spots, you know, to 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 get easy shots that that have been hard to come by for him this series. Like he's this is this was a rough series for him. I think this uh, sort of magnified some of his weaknesses yeah. uh, that I think he can get better at, but. It, it, it was tough scoring against those interior guys that the the, the in, in in Looney and Draymond that the Warriors have. But you know he he was okay in the first. But like yeah, I mean it was it was mostly just Steph. Yeah. Uh, but then you you come down and uh, it looks like you know the, and and the Warriors come out classic Warrior style have this really uh, good third quarter uh, and and that's when Steph really starts laying it on and when Sacramento seems to seems to start kind of tightening up and 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 starting to get a little uh, you know nervous there. Um, and it looked like it was going to be a six-point game going into the fourth, but yeah. the Warriors classic run this awesome Warriors kind of you know pin down for Clay. Steph rifles it over to him. He takes a three, gets fouled by Terrence Davis, and makes it. And then all of a sudden, it's a ten-point game, and I that is that is a huge swing yeah. to give up there at the end of a quarter. And right and right know, before they, that, they made a bunch of unnecessary fouls. Uh, Send Steph Curry to yeah. line for two. Uh, I mean, th- yeah. that was that whole quarter. They were the the Warriors were in the bonus. I think at the seven minute mark. Yeah, a hundred percent. And yeah, that was Steph being aggressive, and the rest of those guys, you know, Wiggins trying to get in there, and, and yeah, drawing those fouls. Uh, but like that, that, that g- giving up that four point play was really just uh, you know the worst thing, obviously, that you could you know possibly do going into that fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, and, and it got Clay going a little bit. He was not really good on the night. Uh, he hit a couple shots, yeah. um, but you know, no, like literally no one else. Yeah, like but between him and Wiggins, just not the best shooting night for for two of your your other important guys. Yeah. Um, you know, Jordan Poole plays 19 minutes, but those were kind of a disaster. Uh, you know, in terms of that was the one area maybe if you're the Kings you could go and exploit having Jordan Poole on the floor yeah, uh yeah. but so yeah he, he gives you eight points but at what cost uh you know it's the classic question for Steve Kerr but but I mean like the yeah entering that fourth quarter down 10 like Steph just 
just put it away. He just put it to bed. Yeah. Like he, he gave them no, no no sort of chance, even if the Kings were trying to sort of trade buckets there. But the big thing was Steph was hitting shots, and the Kings just their 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 offense went to absolute shit. This is the 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 Sabonis uh, weakness. The biggest thing is they're trying to run their offense through him. The Warriors are sagging off him all the way in the paint, and he's got nothing to do. He's got a wide open mid range shot that oh, he could yeah. take. Uh, but he he knows he's not going to make them. He missed a bunch in this this game seven, uh, and so all he can do is just sort of walk around, look a little confused, and try and do these little dribble handoffs with uh, you know the, the 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 wings of Sacramento who have no sort of uh, advantage now because the the Warriors are just in this deep drop coverage, um, and it just they just their offense just looked like mud. Yeah. It, it was it was awful, and and you don't have and you didn't have Fox. I I I, I feel I really feel bad for De'Aaron Fox because I. I don't know if he was right and how bad his his hand and finger yeah, were hurting. Yeah. Like sixteen points, uh, you know, three for ten from three. That's not what we've become accustomed to from him. So I don't know if if it was you know game seven jitters or if he just had a bad game or if you can chalk it up to his injury because you know he was he was all right in game six uh, and and he's obviously played these these games five through through seven. You know, after suffering that 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 break in his finger, so. Um, you know, I, I don't know what to chalk his kind of bad game up to, mm-hmm. but uh, at the end of the day, you need you need more from your your two best guys, and especially Fox, who was supposed to be this great closer. He just wasn't that tonight, and and the Kings just had no one else who could come to the come to the rescue. The Warriors just locked him up, um, and and yeah, and 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 then like it's it's. the the story of the game really though was just Steph just coming down and doing whatever he wanted like there was the the, the Kings threw everything the kitchen sink the bathroom sink the fucking uh, you know basement sink at him and uh, there was just there was just maybe even the Roomba he he carved them up he carved them up when it didn't matter who was guarding him doesn't matter if fucking Trey Trey Lyles who's God knows if he's he's almost seven feet you know uh, switches out onto him Steph if you give him the tiniest bit of room he will uh, dribble 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 step back uh, and 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 hit a three it's just uh, it was Steph greatness because without his 50 points without him going off like this this is a close game and and you know sure, if, yeah. if he's off he's he's missing a few things hey, the Warriors easy or the Kings easily could have won this he took, he took the rest more, of the Warriors weren't good he took more shots total from the field than uh, Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins combined and they were the next two yeah, three, two and three uh, most shots like this was just Steph kind of uh, you know that, let's just see if Steph can beat them single handedly and that's kind of what happened yep yeah hundred percent yeah that's the thing like if he doesn't have this godly game ungodly game I should say. Um, you know the, the the Kings are right in it, and it, and it might be a different story. But but credit though, I, I will say, you know, as I think everyone rightfully so is going to be talking about Steph. The that Warriors defense at the end there mm-hmm. when they needed to get stops, they they played the Kings perfectly. Yeah. They 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 played off Sabonis. They they you know let other guys other than Fox shoot and sort of have the ball and make decisions. Uh, and uh, yeah, the Kings, um, they they just weren't quite up there to the level uh, of the champs yeah. in this one. And, uh, and also it's your your game 7 yeah. and your first like I remember when the Raptors made it of all time. Yeah, and like remember when the Raptors made it the first year mm-hmm. after, you know, in 14 or whatever, that was They just didn't uh, have you it. know, that that one game to 7 and it's just it's hard. You don't yeah. have the experience yet. You don't you haven't been through the battles when you're in front of that home crowd too, you feel that pressure it almost works against you when the game's close. So so yeah, a lot, a lot of factors didn't go the Kings way, but 
still a successful season oh, yeah. for them. Huge season. Uh, hopefully, more of this uh, to come. I think that uh, you know that uh, that duo they have of uh, Sabonis and Fox. I think that'll be around for a while, and uh, they're just going to keep upgrading on this team. So, uh, yeah. you know, still a good season. You can hang your hat on it. Uh, you know, took the Warriors seven games. Took Steph Curry one of his best games of his career to beat you. Uh, yep. To move on here, though, it's time to get get current. It's the Warriors. It's the Lakers. Hey. It's uh, the Battle of Los Angeles once again. These Pacific Division teams are uh, just uh, having a bit of a, a bloodbath together. Uh, of course, the Lakers eliminating the Memphis Grizzlies uh, over the weekend as well. Uh, Forty yep. point blowout uh, for them. Uh, Dylan Brooks, man, you went out completely sad. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, that that one was. I don't uh, think he can play again in the league. Yeah, I don't to think be so. Honest. Either. I think that's it. Yeah. He, he says he, I'd never show my face. He again. says he's not going to change the way he's playing. Uh, but uh, I, I I might rethink that. One. I would. I would. Yeah, I would rethink y- yeah, that one. If I were you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> when we look at this series, Jordan, uh, you know, you kind of mentioned it a little bit there. Uh, you know, talking about the defense of uh, the, the Golden State Warriors, something that was always you know such a big part of their playoff success in the years past. When I look at this series, you know, LeBron James and Anthony Davis taking on the Splash Brothers and uh, Andrew Wiggins and Kevon Looney, of course. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a good collection of uh, a star superstar power here uh yeah i i think that the big deciding factor and who's gonna be able to win this series is who can guard the other team better because these teams are constructed completely different and i think the warriors defense is going to be way more adaptable and way better at actually finding situations and finding guys who can match up man on man uh with the lakers than vice versa because no one on that lakers team is guarding steph curry Nobody, absolutely nobody. Uh, my, my assumption is Jared Vanderbilt nope. is going to have to to guard him, and they're going to have to put. Dr- I, I assume you'd hide uh, hide Delo on Draymond. Uh, you know he, he'll only be taking three shots a game, so you don't have to really worry about uh, putting your worst defender on yeah. him. But even then, you have Austin Reeves on Clay Thompson, uh, LeBron probably on Wiggins, and then you got AD down low in the center. I yeah. can see Kevon Looney one giving AD trouble, just like. Making it making it harder for him to actually get on the glass, even though obviously ADM, yep. sure, AD will have a good series, I'm sure. Uh, and LeBron yep. will have an interesting one, but again, Wiggins can play good enough defense on LeBron. He's uh, had good games against LeBron in the past. I think that that's going to be tough for him. Uh, the benches, I think, are fairly even. I really do think it's just going to come down to can they really hedge or stop Steph at all? And I just don't see him slowing down. I think that it's going to be you know, six games. Golden State Warriors take it, uh, you know, in uh, in Crypto.com Arena. I hope that it's entertaining. I would love it to go like this one to go as long as possible. You know, LeBron trying mm-hmm. to to get back at the team that uh, you know he spent most of his career uh, trying to capture the NBA championships from. Uh, and yeah. uh, you know, it's only fitting that we finally get to see these guys uh, square off in the Western Conference playoffs. Obviously, it happened in the play-in, but yeah. this is going to be a, a bloodbath of a series, Jordan. And uh, I, I'm rolling with the Warriors right now. Yeah, uh, that's probably with where my brain goes. Um, you know, they they looked they, they're going to have the home court advantage, yeah. which is they're, crazy. They're for just a more. I know, I know, unbelievable, and and the the fact that you know they have home court advantage by one game. That's the difference mm-hmm. between the the Warriors and the Lakers in the regular season. As bad as the war, the Lakers season was, and we were screaming about it through the first few months they're one game away from having home court in the second round which is pretty funny um but uh yeah i mean golden state is that the more dynamic team i think overall they're they're obviously more proven as a team Mm -hmm. obviously the you know you look at lebron and ad they're, they're they're proven they've won but you know not to the level that the warriors have 
I, I think, yeah, it's, 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 you almost have to just throw out the old Warriors like from the last bit of the season uh, because with Wiggins now, with Gary Payton playing as well, like yeah. they're a different team now. Mm. Um, but I don't know. Part of me, part of me is looking at this and thinking this isn't the worst matchup in the world for the Lakers because I don't think, as much as I think Kev- Kevon Looney will try and Draymond will annoy Anthony Davis, I think Anthony Davis can win those matchups. Like I think he can be. Uh, no, no, no matter who the Warriors throw at him, he will have some sort of advantage. Like I, I don't think know, can... man. Dream, Draymond uh, is known for injuring guys, and uh, that's true. <laughs> I, I could, uh, the injury he's gonna he's gonna elbow him in the sternum, and uh, he's gonna the collapse and kick him in the nuts at the same time. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna just. I mean, uh, yeah, who knows what he'll come out with, but uh, he'll definitely, <laughs> yeah, blatantly attack him and then look mm-hmm. at the ref and, and complain. But uh, he's get the, I'm excited the, the to old, see uh, WWE folding chair creative. to the back. Yeah, yeah, but you know, if if Anthony Davis can hold up, like he he likes to work in that mid range, just sort of face up. He can shoot over Draymond Green, and oh, I yeah. think the yeah. Lakers would be happy, uh, you know, if if that's the matchup they go to. And Kevon Looney I, again, I I mean, I I nothing surprises me with Anthony Davis because sometimes it's like, oh, this is a great opportunity for Anthony Davis to have a great game, and he'll have eight points. Yep, so yep. maybe Looney will fucking outduel him all. All series, but it's Anthony. It's Anthony Davis. He should be able to get the yeah. better if the, uh, of Looney if that's who they're going to throw on him most of the game, and he should uh, be able to take away that that offensive rebounding advantage uh, that Looney gives the Warriors constantly. So that's a big matchup. Uh, you know, almost all you know, almost always now it, it kind of comes down to AD for the Lakers. Yep. He was great in a lot, you know, defensively, and in a, lo- a couple of those games, really good offensively in that Grizzly series mm-hmm. ha- helped them win that. Um, so it, it'll come down to AD, and then. Like the 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 Lakers, I got to give the Lakers credit. They're, they're they're actually like a good team, and they're playing well right now yeah, as yeah. a team. Like with with their their role players are stepping up exactly where you want them. And I don't think, you know, maybe the the Warriors will hunt Austin Reeves a little bit, but I think he's he's smart enough that he he's not a crazy liability defensively, and he's big. But again, if you if, um, if, if you like, can hunt for him, or you can search out D'Lo, they're both horrible defenders. That's that the yeah the problem will be at the point guard when you've got fucking D'Lo and 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 Schroeder rotating yeah. through uh you know I I I think in this series you'll probably see LeBron basically become the point guard yeah. and you won't have any real traditional point out there on the floor because yeah that's going to be tough especially guarding uh you know if, if you're going to be switched onto Steph at any point those guys can't do it yeah. so yeah that that's true but I I don't know I I think I think the Lakers. And when you look at who's going to be guarding LeBron and what LeBron can do, I think if, if anyone knows how to sort of pick apart the the defense that the Warriors kind of throw out there, their switch everything kind of, you know, fast moving stuff, it's, it's LeBron. Yeah. If he can get in there and work in that post and he can post up Andrew Wiggins, like Andrew Wiggins will hold up he wishes, man. better than some people, but but he can post him up. And if he can if he can get those guys flying off of, you know, screens, you've got Anthony Davis sort of diving to the rim. And if the Lakers can shoot the ball well again like i think this actually might be a closer series than than i you know my brain no, is kind of telling I me um, no way it goes less than six i think this is going to be a crazy yeah, yeah and matt, matt i i don't know i'm at the point you're going I, lakers again, i can see it's in your am. heart you want you want lebron lakers and you're a lebron sexual we knew it the whole time why not i i know i've been in disguise i'm like skip skip's gonna mm-hmm. come out uh you know at some point and just be like, it's because i'm in love with them yeah yeah that's why yeah. geraldine um, he's gonna break down <laughs> on air um but uh actually no he's gonna do it in his what like his own little released podcast mm-hmm. where it seems to just be him he in a room when LeBron uh, retires. talking 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm going Lakers. And I just I just think they can be more fucking physical. And they can out-muscle out the Warriors in the paint. Which, the Warriors, if you do that to them, sometimes they, they look a little bit shell-shocked. Like, and then, then it, they just become this team that's relying on their jump shooting. Which I is historically good. They've won like that before, but if it's only Steph, you know, if, you know, if, it, if it's going to be him versus the Lakers, that's going to be a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, cause I don't necessarily trust clay to transform into his old self. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and they've got enough bodies to throw out Wiggins to kind of slow him down. So I think, I think that the physicality that the Lakers bring getting into the paint, you know, Anthony Davis, I can see him getting Draymond Green in foul trouble pretty constantly. And other guys on the Lakers who like to drive in. Um, so I, I don't know. I think, I think this, this, the the yeah the physical nature of the game the fact that they have LeBron to sort of run things and they have that Anthony Davis uh, matchup to exploit give me the Lakers give me the interesting. Lakers interesting all right well uh, six games six games okay so I got Warriors in six Jordan has the Lakers in six uh, it's gonna be a, a bumpy road it's gonna be a crazy game and uh, it it really is just gonna come down to uh, you know which coach can get the better of the other uh, and you know I. I, I would yep, hate to. That's I, true too. I would hate to bet against uh, you know Steve Kerr on this one. A guy who's probably you know even in that game seven. You know we, we just recapped, uh, made great adjustments, was able to kind of do yep, everything on yep. the fly. Uh, it'll it's going to be a, a hell of a fight down to the wire. So uh, we're going to keep our eyes on that, and we will uh, be recapping that on Friday's podcast. So uh, you know, uh, and there might even be uh, they may play again uh, on Friday. I think it may be Tuesday and Thursday. They might be playing. So we might have. Two games to Let's recap. Go. There's going to be a lot to recap on Friday's episode. You guys won't want to miss that. Uh, and again, uh, nope. make sure to follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk uh, just in case we have any schedule changes. Uh, you guys can stay aware on that. So at Big Dog Ball Talk. But uh, to move on here, Jordan, uh, let's stop talking about hypotheticals. Let's talk about fact. Uh, yeah, facts. Facts, facts over feelings, right? Uh, the Miami yeah. Heat, here's a fact. Up one nothing over the New York Knicks. Uh, the upset. The fuck's going on? Upset in MSG. It uh, looked like the Knicks were uh, in control there in the driver's seat, uh, but unfortunately unable to pull it out in the fourth quarter. Uh, Spike Lee probably uh, just uh, you know, could, couldn't even believe his eyes. Uh, but the the, the, <laughs> the Miami Heat once again and Jimmy Butler continue their insane underdog season. Uh, one thing though we do definitely have to note and mention in this game is that the New York Knicks were without the services of uh, arguably their best player, uh, Julius Randle. You know, Jalen Brunson and R.J. Barrett, of all people, uh, you know, really held it down. Uh, But just wasn't enough to get the job done. Uh, And really, I think that if you're going to point to anybody to really say they they came out there and they secured this win for the Miami Heat in the fourth quarter, it was Kyle Lowry, baby. (laughs) Big booty Lowry, Jack Harlow knows. Eighteen five and six for yeah. the, the greatest raptor of all time. Uh, you know he he really came uh, alive out there. Made some big shots. Uh, made uh, you know set the table for these guys. And when you look at this version of Lowry, I mean you you get you see this in flashes sometimes. You don't always get to this type it's of Kyle so beautiful. Lowry. Yeah, you really. It's actually my favorite thing to watch in the entire mm-hmm. league when he when Kyle Lowry Kyle Lowry is like this. It's uh, I miss it so much. Like you, he's either going to give you like one for five shooting, uh, you know, two assists and like no rebounds or something, or again, he gives you a, a complete total package performance like this and helps salvage your win. Uh, and yep. taking one on the road already, that's massive. Uh, you know, we, we uh, Randall may be back yep. for game two. Nothing official yet. Uh, this is, like, 
I I I I can't believe you know even though I picked the Heat like this could be a uh, a series that again could go long but I could also at this point see you know if the Heat can get you know steal both that uh, on the road uh, you know if Randall's not Jesus. able to play I could see them taking it yeah, all the way yeah. four games I mean like this was the best this was the next best chance without Randall to win that game and they weren't able to do it I mean I I genuinely I know that uh, you know I try not to be such a, a negative Nancy about him but I mean R J Barrett twenty six nine and seven ten for twenty shooting. He's never. He's not going to do this over and over. He just isn't like RJ. <laughs> no, he's not. He's just not capable of it, unfortunately. And that that's just the way it, the it's going to end up going. Like the 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 bench of the Heat really like you know there wasn't they, they had to really pull into these guys and they they gave them good minutes. I mean Duncan Robinson still stinks out loud, but uh, I mean it, <laughs> it 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 is crazy to see Jordan that like an eight seed is going to come in here and like command the series now unless the Knicks can bounce back yes. right away in that second game but uh, I don't know man it's, this is going to be a, a, a wild finish for sure oh yeah this was this was a such a fun way to start it off um, and I don't you know I, I if you're the Knicks yes if you had Julius Randle you'd be in much better positioned in this game but I don't want to hear it about anything about any sort of unfairness from a Knicks fan I mean the Heat don't have uh, uh, Oladipo or Hero, okay? So I think that's pretty. That's a pretty even, uh, you know, sort of matchup-wise uh, if you take both those guys. Maybe slightly tipped in Randall's favor. Yeah. Um, but but I get both saying, teams yeah. missing guys. Yeah, no, no one's both healthy. Both teams are missing yeah. guys. Yeah. So, but when, when you do look at the Knicks, though, you know, down the stretch, they needed... They needed Randall, uh, you know, pretty clearly in this one. I mean, mm-hmm. they, the Heat were able to just go four smalls and bam uh, and just sort of run that sort of five out Jimmy roving uh, and 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 then you know guys like Vincent Lowry hitting the hitting shots yeah. bams on the glass uh, they 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 wouldn't be able to get away with that so easy, easily if you had Randall on the other side uh, you know posting up uh, one boards. of these smaller guys that yeah yeah exactly so so you know Randall was the glaring thing that was missing from the Knicks and and yeah, I, I think they with that RJ game that you mentioned, the fact Brunson was on for twenty five. If you get a decent Randall game, you win this. Yep. Uh, I yep. mean, uh, not not to not to be too definitive. I mean, you know, the the Heat did have you know the, they have Jimmy Butler, they have Kyle Lowry, guys who can close. But I think it's safe to say that the the, the Knicks had uh, yeah a, a pretty darn good chance of winning this if they have him. So yeah, they need him. It wasn't as glaring in the series before. That's why coming into this game, I was like. Do they even really need him? Because sometimes they look just more free-flowing against the Cavs. You, you throw Toppin out there, he can stretch it out a little bit more. He's a bit more quick and agile. He can, uh, you know, get to the boards himself as well. And, you know, in transition, he can really fly up the wing. Yep. And so, you know, it, it was all looking good for the Knicks. But, yeah, against this Heat team, you're going to need Randall. So, so we'll you know, we'll put a pin in that. We'll see if he can come back for game two. Mm-hmm. But, like, the, the Heat, like, yeah, Jimmy Butler had a great game. Gabe Vincent hit shots once again. Yep. I thought Bam had an okay game, but this was all about Kyle Lowry, especially yeah, there at the end when the game was still in the balance. Crazy he, to think, man. Twenty twenty three. We're still we're still it, riding this, man. Kyle Lowry but, in the playoffs. That's what I said. I think in like twenty thirty, Kyle Lowry. You know, he'll still be on a roster. He'll be terrible. He will not have played the entire <laughs> year. It will maybe got in for one minute. He's basically a bench coach. He's gonna no, he's but, gonna. You know, I was gonna say he's gonna be in a, a big playoff coach. game. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh my coach god, the Raptors. Imagine, you know, retire and coach the Raptors the next season. The Raptors, or if you went to Coach Villanova, how fucking lit that would be. But be you know, cool. uh, Kyle, get behind a bench at some point. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's he, he's just he's he. None of the stuff he does did either really showed up on the box score. I mean, he 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 
hit the threes that he needed. He was three for six. Those were absolutely massive. He hits them at the most perfect time to deflate the crowd mm-hmm. when you least, you know, when the, when the Knicks were going on a run. Um, you know, he had his five rebounds and six assists. But towards the end of that game, he had two fucking rip the ball away. One from Dr- Jalen Brunson on his way to the, the the basket. I think they called a jump ball on it. Yep, yep, the Heat went yep. on to win it. Um, another one, he kind of took, I, I forget who it was, I, I don't know if he took it away from Hart or wh- who, who on the Knicks he did it to, but another just rip as he was falling back downwards. He just ripped the ball cleanly away mm-hmm. from a Knicks player, goes out of bounds. Uh, on the other side, he's just... So he knows exactly where to go and exactly who to feed the ball to at exactly what times. Like he is the perfect orchestrator. He's he he kind of does what what people have praised praised Chris Paul for doing for all these years. But sometimes I look at Kyle and he does it even better. Like he's 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 just it's it and like it just it would be nice if, if, from if, if he could plays, have done this like you know every playoff game it would be a different story. I, know. I think it's just because well, sometimes he can't. He, like can't said, he comes out there and he looks like he's uh, you know runs at LA Fitness. But but he loves to do this shit on the road too specifically. Yeah, yeah. On the road, he knows exactly like he he likes those sort of uh, you know situations where he can go and 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 yeah be that that adversary to a crowd and just mm-hmm. sort of outthink you. Um, and like the biggest play of the game, the biggest it, it wasn't the biggest play of the game, I shouldn't say, but the thing that sticks out to me the most and and Doris Burke com- uh, you know commented on it when you when it was happening is that the game's still kind of in the balance. I think the Heat are up a little bit. Gabe Vincent has the ball. He picks it up just over half court when he shouldn't. And Kyle Lowry immediately sees it, immediately goes to the official and calls timeout. They save the whole thing. I think that, you know, the, the Heat are able to safe, safely inbound it. They get a timeout, get these guys rest. Like, Kyle is just, he knows exactly what to do in all sort of facets of the game. He is so experienced now. Uh, and he just, he, he carried, and we saw this from him last year in the Celtics series mm-hmm. when he looked dead, didn't have good games. Uh, I, you know, it, 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 at the end there, when they were in Game Six in Boston, he hit incredibly timely shots and and did this sort of thing, just little subtle ways to control the game and and defensively he's he's a factor as well. It's just I I, I can I, I know why he's so hated by other fan bases now and why he people like you know Boston fans, uh, Philly fans, all these other people you know when he, when he was with the Raptors and they meet in the playoffs, he's just so annoying, but in the best way yeah. because he just. He, he knows exactly how to get into your head to 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 sort of outthink you, outsmart you, and outplay you at the end of the game. It's just it it, it blew me away watching this this vintage Kyle Lowry performance, and uh, they don't win it without him because Jimmy turned his ankle there at the end. Yeah, he was basically yeah. just a decoy, and, be a, and they needed someone to carry it no home. Update. I haven't seen any updates about uh, his game two status, so uh, you know who knows? Maybe it'll be yeah. no Randall, no Butler, and uh, then the the Knicks will be back up. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, Kalo versus uh, Brunson once again. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see how far he can take this thing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Jimmy thing will be important. Obviously, he stayed in the game, but he did not look like he wanted to uh, push off that thing uh, at all. Yeah. Basically, just sat him in the corner. So yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, the, the understatement of the year. But the Heat are going to need Jimmy Butler uh, if they're going to win yeah. any more games this this series. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I was just so impressed with Kyle. It was just it was it was incredible to see. I, I'm so happy he still has this in him. Yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll get a couple more Kyle Lowry performances like this. And uh, you know, hopefully Randall and Butler will come back. Their ankles fully taped up and healed, and uh, you know, we can get the. Uh, the, the full potential of this series instead of, you know, any kind of uh, yeah. what-ifs uh, being left on the table. You know, we always want to see see the best come out there and, uh, you know, give it their all to, to really find out who's the better team. Uh, and yeah. uh, luckily, 
not uh, not not anything. Uh, no injury concerns going on in the uh, the other series that uh, had their first game go down uh, between the Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, but it wasn't a close one, not at all. No. Uh, Denver Nuggets protecting home court, going up one nothing, one twenty five to one oh seven. Uh, taking the eight, uh, this blah 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 seventeen point victory. Almost said eighteen. Uh, would have been a, uh, a, a <laughs> that would have been would have been close. A fireable offense. Yeah, would have been close. Well, You'd be out not here. close enough. Uh, and really, this one, I I, I kind of foreshadowed it uh, again. I'm glad I explained to you guys what foreshadowing is earlier in the the podcast. That way, you knew <laughs> what I was meaning. Uh, but there you go. The the Denver Nuggets win this game handily, uh, and Jordan, I mean the the easiest way to tell why the game went the way it did, eight to sixteen on offensive rebounds, and the Denver Nuggets almost take twenty more shots from the field no. than the Suns. No. Uh, I mean uh, the free throw numbers were low, and uh, which which I love, and uh, they were close. But I mean, when another team takes twenty more shots than you, chances are you're going to mm-hmm. lose that game. Uh, and when you let yep. up that many rebounds, like they were struggling to do anything. And then also, I mean, holy shit, sixteen turnovers. Uh, that's also not going to help either. Uh, this was just yep. the Suns' lack of, you know, depth. They just didn't have any other looks to oh, roll yes. out. Uh, the Nuggets yep. have found their defense. They found the way to kind of control this series and control this game. And I'm sure you know Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul. All these guys are going to come back and you know they're going to have a, a new algorithm, a new outlook on how this game and how the series should go. But this just looked like yep. a bad matchup out there. Jokic was feasting, just eating alive. Uh, DeAndre Aiden. DeAndre Aiden looked lost out there, which is you know this is. Remember, did you see how he didn't even try to rebound yeah. the goddamn thing? Just mm-hmm. standing under there like a cameraman, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, and, and, he's going to have to be better. And that's the problem, is that he is one of those guys that we've seen. When he is locked in and he wants to win, he wants to play, he can be a yep. game-changing center. But at other times, yep. he's like, it's like, what are we paying this guy for? Why like, This price tag isn't applied. Like, you, Mitchell Robinson could give you better minutes than this. Uh, it, it's Absolutely. It's insane to Absolutely. see. And again, the, the biggest problem, too, is who are you going to substitute in when DeAndre Ayton is having a bad game? I mean, you're really going to put Jock Landale and Beesback Miombo in? They played 16 <laughs> minutes combined this whole game. Uh, there's just nothing like that the, the, the Suns can do. All of their... All of their changes are going to have to come within their starting five, essentially. It's going to have to be game plan, not uh, you know personnel-wise. And I just don't know if that's oh. going to be enough. I said it before when we were previewing the series. Like, look at Jamal Murray, uh, you know, an insane performance from him as well, 34-9. Uh, you know, just kind of cooking the, the Suns, you know, lack of, you know, defensive backcourt as well. Like, they're... They, yeah. I think a lot of people with this team got so lost in the, oh, my God, Devin Booker can score 40, and so can KD, and how could anyone stop this insane monster? Like, hypothetically, yeah, yeah, they're great, and they've got amazing vibes and potential. But, I mean, if you're actually looking at basketball, like, on paper, like, what really works in the playoffs? The Nuggets are by far and away the better team. Uh, Obviously, it's going to get a little bit different when things move uh, in game three and four, and they're in Phoenix. You know, that crowd's going to be bumping, and, you know, they won't have the altitude to to put in their favor. But everybody on the Nuggets look comfortable. They look confident. They look like they were the number one seed, and... Right now, and with how open the uh, the, the the field is, and the, both the West as well as the NBA playoffs, this is a huge, huge win for the Nuggets that uh, is going to set the tone for the rest of the series. And you know, I I think this is probably more likely, Jordan, more what what we're going to see throughout this series. I I I think I might have said Nuggets in six. I might even hedge to Nuggets in five at this point. I really like. I'm going to need to yeah. see something from the Suns that is a drastic change soon, or uh, you know, this thing could get way out of hand. Yeah, yeah, they're so shallow. They're so shallow. Like, it's just... The thing is, like, 
27 and 29 from Booker and, and, and KD, like, that should be enough to get you close to where you, you, you want to be in terms of a win. Like, if those are your two best scorers. But, you like, the, the depth not only hurts them offensively, but, like, you're asking these guys to be lights out offensively and then be these great defenders as well, mm-hmm. basically playing the entire game. Like, like luckily... The, the game was over so that, you know, uh, the, the, these Suns players got a little bit of rest uh, in garbage time here because, like, it's just they have they have uh, Monty Williams has no one to, to, to go to beyond that starting no. five. And, and, and he doesn't even trust the full starting five. He's got four guys that he likes. And even the, in those inside those four, you don't trust Chris Paul to do, you know, give you a consistent stat line every mm-hmm. night. Uh, don't even get, get me started on DeAndre Ayton about, you know, consistency. Yep. So, you know, and so it's like. Giving up 125, that's just the, the Denver's going to just be so confident now going forward that like, yeah, K- KD book, you're you're going to have to fucking go crazy on 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 all of our you know switching and actually good defense that we've got mm-hmm. and we've got bodies to throw at you and you're going to have to fucking stop us on the other side led by Jokic who picks apart defenses uh, you know for breakfast mm-hmm. uh, and you guys are going to it's 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 you it's the same guys on either side you you got to play like a full complete game play basically the entire thing. Be dominant on both ends every night, uh, you know, in, in, in every sort of second, uh, you know, that we're playing in this series because you, you have no replacements uh, and that's just a tough position to be in. And it it, it it's I can see it kind of wearing Phoenix down like I, I picked when we previewed the series. I don't know who I went with. I, I think I stuck with Phoenix because they were my finals pick because that top end star power is just so undeniable mm-hmm. between Booker and, and KD. And I still believe in Chris Paul and I still believe, you know, if you. If you can coax him into it, DeAndre Ayton can be a, a good center. I mean, these teams this played be a, series where a couple he years can ago. Dominate, you know, he can, he should be way more remember, athletic, way more above the rim than uh, Jokic. It's just Jokic is big dogging him. He's using his, uh, he's playing, he's yeah. using the old man kind of strength. He's throwing his ass out there, and DeAndre Ayton wants no part of it. And and the, when they met a couple years ago in the playoffs, when it was the Sun sweep, DeAndre Ayton did play Jokic well straight mm-hmm. up. Like they 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 basically just kept left that matchup alone and Jokic was great but but DeAndre Ayton held his own and he was able to you know get on the boards play decent defense uh you know at, at attack Jokic on the other end like that that was that was good but he hasn't really it seems like you know two years later he's no better uh, of a player if anything he's a little bit more tentative and and uh you know pissed off because he uh almost went to the Pacers so yeah, it's like yeah. I don't know what's going on with in Ayton's head but he has got to be better but like yeah if it, it like Denver looked really good. They looked really good. Mm-hmm. And and they have the luxury, unlike Phoenix, of being good without their best player even playing that well. Like, 24 and 19 is a great stat line. But for Jokic, he didn't really have to break that much of a sweat Shot in this one. Shot bad. for 21 or something. Yeah. Yeah, not great. Uh, but but you've you, you've got this this sort of wild card, Jamal Murray, uh, who, not that he's a wild card, but, you know, he hasn't been this type of guy all season long. Mm-hmm. He's been coming back from, you know, his, his long layoff, his injury. But... If he can be back at this level, like Jesus Christ, I I, I might have to you know re- reconsider what Denver can do against some of these uh, heavyweights in the East that we've been talking about all year. One of them's already fallen for God's yeah. sake, so well, that, you know wh- whoever makes it out. Um, and and yeah, with the fact that you know they, they, they they're gonna have home court all the way through the, the, the obviously the rest of this series and and what would be next series. Like Denver just looks really good. Aaron Gordon shot the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know he's not he's not gonna shoot it that well every game, but you know he, if he can. If he can bring you that sort of offense, it's just it, it's great. You know, you didn't even need Michael Porter Jr. to do that much. Uh, you know, even though I think he needs to, you know, be a key. He's he's gonna have to do something in this series at some point. Um, but like, if you're the Suns, yeah, like you, you don't have many options. But 
if I'm if I'm Monty Williams, just play Terrence Ross for the for the yeah, love of God. Like yeah. he's not that bad defensively. I know he's not the smartest guy, and and you know he's a, he's a bit skinny. He'll get beat now and then, but he will at least fire away from three, which is what you need to even be in these games yeah. in the first place. He can get hot and hit seven threes, um, and that's something that you know Akogi and fucking Craig can't really do. And and you know Shamit's an okay shooter, but I think you you, you gotta you gotta at least try something uh else yeah uh, and and honestly if aiden's not doing it for you put bismack biombo in for god's sakes at least he's fucking tries to be physical and, yeah. and mucks it up a little bit in there and 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 you know sets good screens you know he, we've seen biombo play well in the playoffs before but no, i think they have a yeah, lot of guys that could roll out there i mean fucking the, try tj warren one game too i mean he played was looking okay at the end of the year well you gotta try news do you, something you, you, you're desperate here you you, you gotta be desperate here you gotta you know Pull out all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Try everything before you just sort of yeah keep keep running these guys into the ground. Uh, I don't know. I, I do expect Phoenix to come back. I do expect expect Denver to have a you know a bad offensive game. And in any of those, if it's close, I, I give the edge to Phoenix. But if if both teams it, you know everything else equal, I I agree. You know the the games should kind of go like this. Yep. Denver's a deeper team. They're 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 better on both ends. It's just uh, it's it's. Uh, it's the way it goes, and, and and normally you're looking at the top end talent of a team and saying you know they can go and get it, but it feels like the Suns, as ambitious as they are this year, there's a reason teams don't go and win a title a- after trading for their best player in that m- middle of that season. Yeah. It's never really happened before, and and it just trades in general. You can be good right away after, but more often than not, you need like a full sort of going into next year a full off season to really fill out your roster and see what you have mm-hmm. uh, it feels like it feels like phoenix and it, has that has that talent but they're just that one move away from being serious contenders they're just so goddamn shallow right yeah now. and they were talking they Even said, though i picked them yeah and they said they were there oh yeah we were going to be good for the next couple of years and it's like oh why aren't you focused on this year why, why are we looking ahead what, yeah. what do you mean by that oh uh, they're already i know yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe they already knew they maybe they knew uh, the writing on the wall they didn't have the depth yet uh but before yeah. we move on here uh, to, to finish off the podcast it'd be wanna... great to have jay crowder eh? yeah it'd, it'd be great yeah, he, uh, he, he, he doesn't <laughs> know what he's doing in milwaukee he doesn't get it uh no, but no. seriously uh, one guy on the bench and this is the last thing i want to really say and just because I'm confused, maybe there's something that you know that I don't. I don't know. What happened to Cameron Payne? Five minutes he gets in garbage time. This guy used to be the – he was starting for them, uh, you know, throughout, in the playoffs uh, in their finals run. He was a decent player. I mean, I know he's not as good as he was a couple of years ago, but, like, did he have a falling out with Monty Williams as well? Like, what is what has happened to him that I he just know. doesn't get used at all? Like, they could use another guard, another, like, person just to come out yep. there and do something. Like, he's different from Chris Paul, obviously, but, like – he was instrumental when they got to the finals in uh, in 2021. I just don't get how now, two years later, nothing has really changed. His play never got that. Like, his offensive output dropped a little bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll, but, like, when you have no depth, you need a guy who's proven and has experience with your team, your game plan, and can play in the playoffs. I have no idea how you're not playing this guy. Like, I've said it before, people love Monty Williams, and, you know, apparently he's a great guy, and that's all good and well. But it seems like he's, one, kind of a dick. To his players and two it just seems like they yeah. don't really respond that well to him like I, I i know some of these guys like well like oh yeah i love him but then other guys hate him like maybe there's like an inner circle i don't really know but i <laughs> right, i think yeah. that there is a weird thing in this culture in the suns like i think that well, more people need to dive yeah. into this i i mean obviously sarver was probably uh, you know taking a little bit more of the heat but i don't know i want i would keep an eye on monty williams because the you know this game plan, this construction, everything that's going going on. I mean, it's got up. You got to put the finger at somebody, and I think it might have to be Monty. 
Yeah, and, and I just like I don't get this. If I have one pet peeve, like you know, obviously any NBA coach knows more about basketball than me. Uh, although it's close, I don't, I don't, you know. Let's, say, let's, I don't let's, agree. let's put it to the I, test. I, I could coach right um, now. Put me behind the bench. <laughs> but uh, you, guys, like, you guys know? Are you what, familiar with the pick and roll? <laughs> Ice. Have you ever heard of zone? Uh, mm-hmm. you, what you want to do is overload that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Um, but don't tell uh, anyone else about you know, this. <laughs> but uh, Monty, uh, like I. And and other coaches do this as well. My my biggest pet peeve of modern coaches is they're like, oh, we we can't play this guy. He's a defensive liability. And I think Cameron Payne would be a bit of a defensive liability. I get that. So uh, same with Terrence Ross. Uh, like as I just, I just talked about. And I'm like, that that's true, and, and that's fine. But I don't get why you don't test it out first because there might be a chance that in this particular matchup in this series, if a guy's playing well. He his he plays better offensively than what he gives up on defense. Like it feels like coaches these days just kind of I don't know go into things having their minds made up and they're yep. like I I know this is going to be a disaster so I'm gonna not going to play this guy at all. And it's like look especially if you're behind in a series. I know you know you every minute is precious and you don't want to do something that's going to take away from. But like you got to be bold and you got to say okay. This isn't working. We're going to try this guy and see if some magic can happen here. And I really think, like everything I said about uh, Terrence Ross, same thing with Cameron Payne. I agree. Put him in there. Mm-hmm. He can surprise you. He can, you know, hit hit threes off the dribble, get to the rim, do do little things. And, and, when, and when guys do that sort of unexpectedly, you need that every championship run. You need a guy off and the bench lefty. who sort of... And he's a lefty, and you need you need those guys who comes out you know comes out there and and plays above what you think they're capable of. You give them that chance to go and do that. Um, and and the the crazy thing with this Phoenix is you don't even have another choice. You're gonna have to try out one of these guys, yeah. and they're gonna have to come through for you. Um, you, you you don't have the option of sitting these guys. So yeah, I I I I think if you're the Suns, you're the coaching staff. You got to be more bold. You got to try more stuff because. I think if you you're stubborn about your game plan and 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 you know playing five guys guys forty minutes and 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 you know the three guys off your bench uh, you know barely get any play yep, yep. Um, and and are and have a short leash and are you know pulled as soon as they blow an assignment like it's just going to be uh, it's not I I think you're going to see more of uh, of games like this where you just get torched and you just don't don't look like you have it so yeah you're gonna you got to get desperate. Play these guys deep on your bench. Someone's got to give you something eventually. Um, and, and yeah, why not campaign? You're right. Yeah. He was he was super instrumental for them. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and in the case of Terrence Ross, he has playoff experience. Yep. He, he 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 plays all right. Uh, I know he's a bit of a gunslinger, but come on, you need give it to my boy T dot flight thirty one. Yeah, you need something. Uh, but uh, you know, we'll see. Let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk uh, if you still got faith in KD, Devin Booker, and the Suns, or if uh, you think the Nuggets are gonna run away with it. And we also want to know. Let us know at Big Dog Ball Talk. Who do you got? Lakers, Warriors, how many games? Who's going to be the best player? We want to know. Uh, this is going to be a dis- uh, divisive one. So uh, let's uh, yeah. let's get the the aggressiveness. Let's get the uh, the the shit talk uh, rolling through Big yeah. Dog Ball Talk Twitter at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, also Fuck check us go. out on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, but we didn't preview the Sixers Celtics, man. I guess there's not much to say. Yeah, we, ta- we, we talked about them. Yeah, we talked about them a little bit. Uh, I think we did. But yeah, we we we'll, we'll have the game to recap. Hopefully, Embiid plays. Yes, we will. Yes, please come on. Yeah. come on, Joel. But. Uh, Fight through the pain. Fight through the we pain. We will be back on Friday, uh, and there's going to be a ton to recap. Uh, we're going to be at Game 3, uh, Game 4 even for some of these games, so uh, be sure to come back Come back on Friday. Check out what we have to say on each game and uh, you know previewing everything else that's to come. 
This has been Matt Eckhart and Jordan Flegel. Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says. Just be careful out there, Matt. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like the upside down world right now. Interesting. Okay. Bizarro. I mean the Leafs the Leafs the Leafs won on Saturday and then the mm-hmm. Bruins losing game seven Fuck the Bruins. at home. Uh it, it feels feels very strange what's going on. Kyle Lowry and, and, and Kevin Love are playing well on a basketball mm-hmm. court together. Like, is this 2017? I don't know what's gonna happen next. Um, Life's strange, but man. uh it's it's weird, man. And it's it's May already. My birthday's in a week. What's going on? Um, uh, you know, uh, for anyone you know who who wants to help the big dog out, you know, mm-hmm. you can send those uh, e transfers straight to the big dog ball talk email. A little birthday gift. Yep, it's uh, to, connected uh, to mine, so uh, that sounds to good. JF. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll get to, no, I'll, fuck, I'll, fuck, no, I'll, I'll buy something no. for Jordan. I'll buy something for him. It'll be real nice. It'll be great, but uh, yeah, just just be careful out there. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's weird times, but I'm it, but it's good times. Uh, the Leafs are moving on, baby, and we're going we're going down to Florida. We made this plan drunkenly mm-hmm. over the weekend. Yep, we're going. We're gonna go see these guys. Everybody, uh, if you're down, uh, anyone down in Florida looking to to give the uh, the big dogs some shelter, uh, you know, let's go let's go Leafs, and we'll uh, we'll see them take on those cats down in Florida. Let's do it. Slay the cats. Cat hunting. <laughs>